Well, I'm live, according to all the messages on all the screens, and it's very bright out. Do you want to know why? Because it's Friday at 1 p.m. Friday at 1 p.m.? Well, what could that mean? It doesn't normally mean the Toronto Beer Podcast, does it? Hey, if you're tuning in, good to see you. Random. Uh, how did you know this was happening? You got the notification, I guess. My beloved wife gets the notifications. I bet it's her. She does this. She's adorable that way. Sometimes she watches on Instagram and she talks to me. Other times she watches on YouTube and she doesn't talk to me. Hmm. Anyway, what are we doing? It's Friday, but do you know what Friday it is? It's an important Friday for more reasons than you think. You think I'm going to say Black Friday. And the word Black Friday is right there in the title of this episode. So you wouldn't be entirely wrong. But Black Friday is for chumps, man. That ain't good. The thing is, for me, today is the day when I flip the switch onto Christmas. Technically, Advent doesn't start till Sunday, if you follow what we call the Christian calendar. And if you don't, no judgment here. Use whatever calendar you want. You want to use a Gregorian? Hey, go for it. Julian? Whatever. I don't care. Use whatever calendar you like. But for me... I always say it's the day after American Thanksgiving. I kind of go, now it's Christmas time. I don't celebrate American Thanksgiving. It's just a useful thing. It's always the Thursday and, and it's just easy to work with. So for me, today is like, yay, Christmas Day. Eric is putting up some decorations. Uh, the kids, when they get home from school, they're going to work on an Advent wreath for the table. It's going to be great. But before all that happens... We are going to nod a little bit to Black Friday because you know what people like on Black Friday, they tell me? They like stouts. And I just happened to have a couple of cheeky little cans from that Storm State Brewing order last week. And I did, you know, the Super Shook on Monday, if you were listening along. But I kept this one apropos of nothing, but I did. Um, and this is the Akimbo Pastry Stout. No, it's interesting. I'm just noticing here on the label, I feel almost very bad. I'm not sure. I'm going to hold it up to the Instagram machine. Don't know if you can see that. And then now the YouTube machine. The label actually has a little bright light. I wonder, is that on all their labels? The answer is no. Here, the same spot is occupied by a different non-glassware-related logo. And for those of you listening to the podcast, my apologies. I take for granted that this isn't a visual medium for a lot of you. Um, on either side of the label, there's a little circle with light beam shooting out from it and uh, in it is a picture of the uh, modern style stout glass as I think designed by Spiegelau and then adopted by other people it's very similar to the IPA glass except instead of the ridges for her pleasure the bottom is more conical shaped um, it looks a little bit less like a sex toy but still a lot like a bong I think um but whatever. Uh, I was thinking for a moment, wouldn't that be cool if on their label they just had the... And it's very subtle, if you're listening. It's a fairly dark gray against a black background, so you really have to kind of look for it. Um, that would be something if the glassware recommendation got just, just snuck into the label on all their beers. But at least it is on this one, so that's nice on them. I am not using an American stout glass. I just have a clear glass. Hopefully clean. Um... But people like stouts on Black Friday. That's the big thing. Brewers put out their stouts on Black Friday. Um, M Muddy York dropped their Inkwell aged stout today. Sold out. Gone. Don't even try. It's gone. Um, I think 
I think left field. I'm wearing a left field shirt right now. I'm just noticing. We won't talk about the fact I've been wearing this shirt for like four days. Um, let's open this while I'm talking. Anyway, you get the point, right? People drink stouts on Black Friday, I guess. So I'm going to do it. And I have a stout. And I thought, why the heck not? I was just cleaning up my shop. Ankle was getting a little sore. Been standing just a little too long. So I thought I was going to play my fake golf game. WGT Golf, find me on it. Bendale GMD. Love to play you. Um, but before I do that, it's stout time. Because why not? It's Friday. Where are we going today? Nowhere. That's where. Let's get a... Yeah, this is a good internet pour. Anyone watching should be able to see this just... Oh, oh, this is black. Oh my golly, this is, this, is, this is very dark. I know stouts are always black, but there are stouts that are black that are kind of like light black. I don't even know if that makes any sense. This one, oh, you can see in the head if you're watching the video. Let me see if I can spin you up a little bit here. The head on this thing is darker than a lot of brown ales. Okay, in the video, it looks brighter to, than to my eye. This is like milk chocolate brown in my eye, but on the screens, it's more like kind of burnt sugar. Anyway, uh, if I hold it up, I have daylight today. Not a drop comes through. It's just black. When I was pouring it, it was very crimson around the edges. This is a very dark stout, and it's a pastry stout. A style, which I confess, I don't know a lot about. I might even look it up when I get to the point when we talk about it. And we'll learn about it together. Oh, dear. That open has gotten stout splash on my keyboard. Very small, but there's drops. Hmm. Gonna have to clean that up later. Anyway, uh, let's do this. This is a Kimbo pastry stout because it's Black Friday. And we'll talk more about that later. From Storm State Brewing. Let's see what we got here. Oh, this smells like an imperial stout. Holy moly, it is. It's 11.9%. Okay. That dynamically changes the rest of my afternoon, potentially. Just putting that out there right now. It smells like an imperial stout because it is an imperial stout. It's like leathery, really dark fruits, some berries, vanilla for sure. Uh, oh, what is that? Hang on. Do you guys know this trick? If you're watching the video and you can see what I'm doing, if you're not, I'm smelling my arm. If you smell your own skin, apparently, it kind of helps you reset your nose. I'm told. That could be BS. Who knows? I'm going to do it one more time just to be sure. I do like the smell of my own skin. It's very familiar. Coconuts? Am I coconuts? Is there coconuts in this thing? I'm not going to look at the can anymore. I don't want to know if it says it. It's a pretty minimalist can. I don't think it does. There's no, like, story on it or anything. Um, we're going to look at that later. I think I get coconut off that. Yeah, almost sure. That's a weird one. Um, a bit of burned sugar, like smokiness. And then because it's called a pastry set, I'm not sure if I'm just being overly suggestible, but it's got a cakey smell to it. Like just the cake part, not the icing part so much. Hmm. All right, let's taste. That was a much bigger mouthful than I needed. I need to try that again. 
<clears throat> Sorry, one second. Ooh, there's coconuts in this. If there isn't coconuts in this, I might be having a stroke. Mmm. Mmm. Tastes like chocolate macaroons. That's exactly what it tastes like. Chocolate macaroons with something like the, instead of like cheap chocolate, it was made with really high end cocoa that has some like blackberry to it and a ton of coconut. That has to be, okay, I'm looking at the can now. Oh yeah, right underneath. Cocoa, coconut, vanilla, done. Sounds good. I agree with all of those things. It has a very pastry-like taste to it because of that vanilla. Super chocolatey, super coconutty. It tastes like eating, you know those little coconut macaroons, the little balls, and they're like chocolate and coconut and sugar? I love them. And it tastes a lot like that. This is a very interesting beer. I thought pastry sets had pastry dumped in them. Hang on. I'm going to look at that in a minute. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, super chewy finish. It's, it's fairly heavy-bodied. Uh, not super. It's not like syrupy quite, but it's dense for sure. It's thick and it's got this lingering. Let me take another sip. Mm. Hmm. That's really nice. Very interesting. Very lingering, chocolatey, cocoa-y bitterness and a bit of smoke on the finish. And it just goes on and on and on. I bet if I just stop now in 20 minutes, I could still taste it in my mouth. This is really nice. This is interesting. Hmm. Let's have another sip. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you get this big coconut. Boom, right off the top. And then it settles into chocolate, maybe a bit of coffee, a bit of leather, definitely a bit of leather in there. Smokiness. And then, yeah, just this long drawn out, bitter, chocolatey finish. It's interesting because it's not sweet, but the finish has like a sweetness to it, or it's like, because I think maybe because it's, it's a fairly heavy bodied beer, there's a perception of sweetness left on the palate, even though it itself, it's, 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 it's somewhat bitter and quite cocoa-y. Hmm. Man, that's an interesting, interesting, cool beer. Hmm. One another sip. Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. I mean, I think the first time I've had this style of beer, um, almost sure, uh, depending on how we kind of class it, I, I suppose I've had stouts that have had coconut and vanilla in them before, but they didn't get pulled off like this. This is a very different dynamic to it. It's, you remember I was saying it's got a cakey smell. I'm not getting that so much on the palate. I think maybe the weight of the beer is kind of throwing that. And, and I mean, I've, I'm getting a ton of malt, but I'm not getting like um, like a bready or a flowery kind of malt. It's it's all dark and chewy, leathery, chocolatey, cocoa-y. And I mean, I think because they've listed underneath cocoa, coconut, vanilla, I'm assuming that those have all been added. Um, those aren't like descriptors of the tastes. If I'm wrong about that, Stormstead, and I don't know how you got coconut in this beer like that, I don't know what hop you're using that tastes like coconut like that. I think Sabro tastes like coconut a little, but golly, not like that. Uh, oh, I suppose the other thing, I'll almost guarantee you there's coconut in this, and I'm showing you on the video. I got to hold it up for the YouTube camera. 
it's virtually impossible to work up ahead on this, which makes me think that not only is there coconut, but it's not even coconut like essence or flavor. It's there's actual coconut in here because coconut's quite oily and oil kills head retention on beer. It's very hard to get uh, a nice head if it's if there's oil in the beer. You get that with peanuts too. People try and do peanut butter beers. Uh, if you don't use a peanut essence, it uh, your head's shot. Also, you don't get much peanut, but that's another story. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's crazy. So this is a very big imperial stout, really nice imperial stout. I'm assuming, although who knows what sins they're covering up with the, with the the cocoa and the vanilla and the the coconut. But it, it, it certainly right now it tastes like a very lovely imperial stout, massive, chewy, chocolatey, leathery, and then there's coconut and vanilla and and uh, cocoa in it. Whew, what a mouthful! Not <laughs> quite what I was expecting when I randomly decided. 12 minutes ago to do this. Um, what are we going to Pastry stout. We're going to look up pastry stout. Because honestly, I don't even know. Well, this is according to vinepair.com. It says, in its simplest terms, is an unofficial beer style. Yeah, I'm with you so far. That takes the sweet, rich, dessert-like side of stout to the extreme. Ingredients in so-called pastry stouts. I feel like vinepair is getting a little judgy here. I mean, they didn't put so-called in quotes, but so-called, so, come on, guys, lighten up. Uh, can be as common as coffee, as saccharin as syrup, or as unusual as pasilla pepper. A lot of people call that pasilla, but that's not how it's pronounced. Baking spices like cinnamon, nutmeg, and vanilla, not strictly speaking a spice, are paramount. I don't get any cinnamon or nutmeg in this, mostly because I don't think there are any in there. Hmm. It's not inconceivable that there might be a touch of cinnamon, but I don't think so. Maybe, but I don't think so. That is interesting. We've got some other art. Vine pears really got to be in their bonnet about these things. Um, ask Kate about beer. What are pastry stouts? Apparently the uh, sardonic beer blogger don't drink beer uses it as a catch-all for sweet beers. Okay. I definitely see some pictures of people putting actual pastries in there, but that has not happened here, I don't think. That's delightful. What a style. Well, so anyway, uh, it's an imperial stout in this case. Sounds like you could make it with a lighter one, but I don't know if it will work so well. You're really looking to work with really sweet beers in this case. Milk stout, you could probably do a pretty cool one with. Um, I wonder if this one is a milk stout. It doesn't say, and you would expect they would have mentioned that. Milk stouts, by the way, they put lactose, and I think we've talked about this recently. Lactose, um, uh, the two major types of brewing yeast um, of whatever uh, origin, if it's S. cerevisiae or S. Uh, pastoranus, can't consume, uh, or, or virtually no lactose. So any lactose you put in at the beginning is still there at the end, whereas almost any other sugar will get eaten by the yeast. Lactose won't. Um, the exception to that is bread. Bread will eat lactose, I think. Um, I don't know why you would want to make a bread beer with lactose in it, though. Do you want your beer to taste like baby vomit? That's a quick way to do it. Um, I digress. Could make it with a milk stout. Wouldn't have to be as high proof. In this case, a nearly 12% uh, by uh, volume, alcohol by volume beer. It's working really well. And definitely, it's interesting. The coconut, it's pretty, pretty heady on the nose. I maybe should have warmed this up a little bit too. This came right out of the icebox. Although it was on the top shelf. I don't know how warm it is up there. But it definitely is still drinking a little cool. Oh. 
definitely doing better warming up. I'm not going to have another sip for a little while. Maybe, well, I'll have one before the end of the show, I'm sure, but going to let that one just come up a bit. Getting a lot more of the malt and the boozy characteristics, a little bit less of the cocoa and vanilla and coconut. Uh, still jacked with coconut on the nose, though. Like, oh, I can still, I mean, I guess I can smell my breath probably too, but I can smell the coconut. This room is, it's coconut cove right now. No, pi, what? Where does SpongeBob live? Pineapple Bay? Bikini Bottom. Nothing to do with fruit. He lives in a pineapple under the sea. Nothing to do with coconuts. Does anyone live in a coconut on that show? I feel like somebody should. You sometimes, you know, have you seen in the BBC, I think it was Blue Planet or Planet Earth, and the, the, the very intelligent octopus grabs two half coconut shells and turns it into a coconut with it inside? That's pretty cool. Has nothing to do with what I'm talking about, but you should check that show out if you haven't already. Where have you been? You haven't seen BBC Planet Earth? What are you, a Quaker or something? Anyway. No offense to Quakers, guys. I don't even know. Do Quakers watch TV? A, do Quakers still exist? B, do they watch TV? I think in my mind I was actually kind of blending um, Mennonites and Shakers. <laughs> I have no idea what Quakers are like, aside from the guy on the package with the hat. I think that's all I think about with Quakers. Hats with buckles uh, and a lot of black woolen outfits. Hey, it was Thanksgiving in the U.S. yesterday. This is topical stuff I'm dealing with. Don't judge me. I am going to have another sip. This is pretty good beer. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so the, the classic question, what should we eat while we're drinking this? I don't know, dessert for sure. I, I feel like that's such a cheap out. Coconut macaroons would be delicious. Chocolate cake, delicious. Anything like that's going to work A-okay, you know? Have you ever had a sugar pie? It's like a really big, well, butter tart would work really well here too, just by the way. It's like a big butter tart, but without anything in it. Just the... The, the filling, no nuts or raisins or anything. And it's a pie. Not bad. Sometimes you get it with maple syrup. Ooh, that would be something. This is... Oh. I just self-edited. I'm going to tell you what I was going to say, but I don't know if I agree with myself. I said, this would be a good breakfast beer if you were having, like, pancakes or waffles or something. You want a 12% by alcohol, by alcohol by volume? Ugh, it's been a long week. Uh, beer at breakfast? Why wouldn't you? Who wouldn't? Most people, I suppose. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know, mains. Let's not do that. That's just getting silly. This beer is for dessert. This beer is dessert. Like, you don't need to eat anything with this beer. You could eat a lot of things with it, but you don't need to. Um, it's a huge beer, too. Anything you eat with, it's really going to have to work to keep up with it. So just bear that in mind. Creme brulee would work really well here. Mm. Oh, oh, one time years and years ago, we had a uh, an anise creme brulee you know licorice that could go really interesting with this that'd be a that would be a dessert course to remember anise creme brulee with this stout would be magnificent mm -mm -mm. okay beer talk done i normally have a sip and then I, I say i'm gonna have a sip and i'll be right back but i had a sip and then i started this sentence and i would feel incomplete if i didn't so i'm gonna have a sip i'll be right back Mm, 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 mm. so chocolatey and coconutty and a little boozy it's disconcerting that beer could get you into trouble and i bet you would have a screaming hangover if you got wasted on that stuff so go carefully kids watch yourself drink your water consider an nrc before bed
That's a hot tip. Uh, so we're talking about we're going to hear. We're talking about the beer. You guys know about Stormstead. Last step, we were talking about them. Pride of London, Ontario. God bless them. That super shook was something, wasn't it? Ooh, we like that. And uh, yeah, occasional uh, uh, in-area delivery, even though you don't live in London. That's how I got mine last Thursday, uh, a week ago yesterday. Um, so check them out. Make an order if they're doing it. If you're in the London area, they'll deliver to you any day, I think. And they do do province-wide shipping uh, with a fee. I think it's 15 bucks or something. Pretty good. Just obviously with that, like you don't want to order a six-pack because you're going to pay more in shipping. Well, maybe not more, but about the same as you paid for the beer. Um, you know, get a two-four and then get it shipped out for extra 15 bucks. Not bad. Not bad, kid. I would highly recommend that. Uh, what else have we got going down? Okay, uh, let's figure the how we're going to talk about this. Let's do Black Friday first. Black Friday is stupid. It's consumeristic. And especially in the current environment, real, real, real dumb. I bet there's going to be news footage of shops in the States with people swarming through doors, not wearing masks. And that will be pretty upsetting. But do you know what's more upsetting than that to me? Seeing idiots doing that same stupid bloody thing on Queen Elizabeth Way or whatever it's called in Etobicoke, where our friends, friends of the pod, Great Lakes Brewing is located, because that is that now notorious in Toronto uh, uh, second location of Adamson's Barbecue, who are being absolute jackasses about uh, the, the lockdown and causing all sorts of problems. And the owner has actually literally been arrested now. Um, Turns out he wasn't even operating with a business license. Like, if you're going to make a stand against the government, probably make sure all your other ducks are in a row first, because it just makes you look way stupider. If it's like, oh yeah, he had like 60 people in the establishment, no masks necessary, people hugging, eating food with their hands. Oh, and also, he isn't actually licensed to be operating a business. Okay, so that's a problem. Maybe you're a libertarian, but you can't combine those protests, okay? This can't be the first time that you're like, oh, by the way, I'm doing business illegally times two. It doesn't work that way, you dumbass. I don't normally say ass that much, but I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to, and it doesn't get me the red E, and I don't need to bleep it out. There are other things that I would say, but I would have to go in and bleep it out. But you know what? I'll do it. And if you're watching on YouTube and Instagram and your kids are nearby, you've got a five-second warning before I tell you about the guy from Adamson's Barbecue. Are you ready? Four, three, two, one, zero. He's a stupid fucking idiot with for brains he thinks he's making a stand but he just looks like a giant cunt to anybody who's watching him because it's like yeah we don't care about idiots who are anti-science you dumb fuck take your business and go to fucking hell anyway gonna have to put some insert tones into that one for the uh, podcast feed that's how i feel about adamson's barbecue you heard it first here uh, I should have scripted that out. I probably could have put more curse words in, although I did use the C word and that does bother a lot of people. If you're bothered by that, I am sorry. I'm not sorry I said it, but I'm sorry you're bothered by it. I'm as bad as he is, aren't I? Anyway, um, don't shop at Adamson's Barbecue. If you're fancying a bit of barbecue and you're thinking, mm, I could do with some brisket, let me tell you about a little place called the Beach Hill Smokehouse. It's at Maine and Girard, just up the street from me. 
but I'm pretty sure I don't know actually before I overcommit this look them up maybe they're doing delivery through one of the guys that takes advantage of everybody Uber or, uh, skip the dishes or one of them um, but I'm, I'm almost positive they're doing pickups so you could just call in or I don't know they probably have a little tickety 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 and you can uh, you can jump in and get some food oh look this storm states just joined my Instagram feed I'm glad you joined now and not about a minute and a half ago I said some naughty words, but not about you, about Adamson's Barbecue. Hi, guys. Um, yeah, don't order from them. They're idiots. They're causing all sorts of trouble for no good reason. Hey, get, I get it. I have friends who own small businesses that might not make it through the second lockdown. I have friends who lost their small business in the first lockdown, okay? So don't come at me and, and say like, Oh, you don't understand the little guy. No, I understand the little guy. My wife is still on, on, on whatever it is right now, not working because of all this nonsense. So I get it. Okay. But we don't act like that. This is, this is Canada guys. We're not a bunch of crybaby, gun toting idiots south of the border. So let's bring it down a notch. Uh, Speaking of which, hang on a sec. I got off track on black Friday. I want to get back on that. But before I do that, I also want to point out Part of where I've been seeing a ton of all this nonsense about Adamson's has been on Great Lakes' feed because they're affected by it because the police have had to set up roadblocks to keep the racists and the Nazis away. Think about that for a minute. This is Toronto, and they've had to set up roadblocks to keep racists and Nazis away. If you were going to go to Adamson's to protest, you are going to protest on the side of the racists and the Nazis. I hope you feel good about that. Poor Great Lakes. Top secret. They're going to be fine. This is an annoying inconvenience for them. Now, that said, apropos of nothing, not because of the Addison stuff, but I happened to order my, my weekend uh, stash of beer from them this week, and it was delivered yesterday. Very nice. Got some, uh, what did I get? Yeah. I got their Humber, which is a pils. No, a Hells. Hells. Uh, gluten reduced, too. So if that's your jam, it's not gluten-free. If you're celiac... Tread carefully. Actually, don't tread. Um, but if you're like my, my missus, you know, you get a little bit of an upset going, especially if you have a couple in a row um, of gluten, not of beer. Uh, this could do the trick for you. Same as the uh, lake effect often is as well. But look before you, you know, check. It's your, your belly and your bathroom you have to deal with, not mine. Um, I also got the New England style octopus. They always bring that around Thanksgiving for the U.S. and I like it. And... Uh, Oh, they've got an experimental one. Top secret. This is a throw. I'm going to do this on Monday. This is Flight HBC 630. HBC is Hop something co. I can't remember. Anyway, it's a hop producer on the in 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 the hop region of the Pacific Northwest. Uh, and this is Hop Variety 630. It hasn't been named yet. Um, fantastic looking uh, uh, beer. I actually don't even know the style to be honest with you. Uh, I probably did. Oh, American Pale Ale. So that's right there. Looking forward to that. We're going to do this on Monday. Anyway, all that is to say as noted, support Stormstayed. Uh, you know, if you're in the Toronto area, look and see when they're doing their next drop here or just use the province-wide shipping. Uh, but also considering helping, consider helping out Great Lakes right now. They are, they're fine, but man, what an annoyance. Having to go through a, a literal police roadblock to keep Nazis and racists away just to go to the brewery. What happened, guys? Ontario, you used to be cool. 
You know what? I know what happened. Rob Ford ruined it all. No, Rob Ford just showed us how we were already ruined, I guess. What is it they say? He's the symptom, not the cause. Terrible. Anyway, what a depressing thing to say. Hey, it's going to get worse because I'm going to flip back to Black Friday for a second because that's why I'm drinking this delicious akimbo pastry stout. Mm. Black Friday, it's stupid. If you needed it, you would have already bought it. I suppose if you have a really big ticket thing that you've been waiting to buy and you really need to save money on it and you really genuinely need it. Okay. It's a sale. People just buying stuff because it's cheap is literally probably the second worst thing in society right now to the fact that we have police that need to set up roadblocks in Etobicoke to prevent racists and Nazis from protesting. Um, Stay away from Black Friday, guys. Stay away from Cyber Monday. You know, if you're ordering stuff online, eh, okay, you're saving some money. But especially right now, we were just talking. I know people who've already lost their businesses in the pandemic, and I know people who are probably going to lose their businesses in the next few weeks, just before Christmas, top secret. So think about how maybe if you need to, you could spend that money somewhere else. I'm not going to be disingenuous with you here. I still order stuff on Amazon a lot. I don't like it. I, I, we were talking last night at dinner about the Amazon delivery guys and how on the one hand I feel really bad for them and on the other I don't because I don't know how hard it can be to find the number of a house and I'm saying this as a person whose job is literally knowing where people's house numbers are. It's not rocket science. But I also hate the idea that these poor guys are getting paid next to nothing with no benefits and no stability and they can be fired like that. Maybe because a guy like me says, I don't know why this guy can't see what my house number is. I don't know why I have to keep walking to my neighbor's house to pick up my packages. I know it's a bit of a first world problem. I'm trying to reconcile it. Anyway, seriously, think about how you could spend your money a bit closer to home. The other thing, guys, and, and I don't talk about this too, too often. I need a sip of beer here. I'm, I'm, I'm waning. Oh, consider buying stuff used, especially bigger ticket things. Um, yeah. I don't think my daughter listens to this podcast. Uh, her birthday just went by um, a week and a half ago. She wanted rollerblades. She's a kid. Now, I know they're making great rollerblades now that, like, adapt. They move, and you can get, like, five sizes out of them. But still, she's a kid. She's going to burn through those things. She's going to destroy them. She's not going to fit them in two years. We bought them on Kijiji from a local family. Um, like, way less than half price. Yeah, they're not new. They don't come in a fancy box with, like, paper and stuff around them i don't care she didn't care she didn't want a box she wanted rollerblades consider buying stuff used we don't need to produce more goods there's plenty of stuff available if you looked used and there's nothing there and you can afford it yeah sure go someplace else but seriously think about that too we don't need more predominantly plastic junk in our in our ecosystem so that's another thought lastly uh with good friday good friday i love good friday which is contradictory. It's a very depressing day. Uh, no, Black Friday, which I do not love. Uh, the other thing you can do, and I've seen one business, there's probably others. Check out, look up on Instagram, especially you guys right now watching on Instagram. I'm pointing at them on the Instagram camera. Um, at K-O-T-N. I'm going to guess that's supposed to be said cotton. It's a clothing um, uh, seller. They, they, they sell clothes. Nice looking stuff too. I've looked it over. Let me tell you about their Black Friday sale. Do you know how much you save on any item you buy at, at KOTN? I think cotton right now. Nothing. Zero. Nada. Full price. Everything's the same as it was yesterday. It's the same as it'll be next Friday. But do you know what happens? 
100% of their sales today. Not profit, not part of 100% of their sales today are being donated. And actually, it might even be longer than that. It might be a couple of days, but certainly today it's being donated to building schools. And I've forgotten where I only put, I actually went out of my way to make a note and I forgot where they're putting their money. I want to say in Egypt, but I might be wrong about that. But somewhere where people need some schools built and they're donating all of their sales today, all of them, not profit, sales to that. That is a Black Friday sale I can get behind. Do you need this thing? Cool. You can buy it for the normal price. But instead of us keeping the money, we're giving it all away. That is a Black Friday I like. So at Cotton, K-O-T-N on Instagram, I'm sorry I'm not going to participate in that sale right now. I don't need any clothing. And while I like new clothes, especially in the current environment, spending money on stuff like that is just not part of my life right now. And I'm okay with that. Hopefully some of you out there are professionals working from home. You haven't had an income hit. In fact, you might've even had a little income boost because you're not going out and doing stuff with your money. You want some new clothes. You want to buy some gifts that are clothes at KOTN, I think Cotton. Look them up on Instagram, hit the link in their bio, buy some stuff and have all of that money. You're going to get clothes and all of that money is going to go to a charitable cause. That is Black Friday, if you ask me. This has gone on long enough. I want to go and drink this beer right here, this Akimbo Pastry Stout. Mmm. Oh, yeah, as it's warming, it's... Oh, yeah. Those big tastes are kind of... The edges are coming off a little, and those malts and booze are coming up, and it is just this alchemy of delightfulness. Mmm. That's a tasty beer. Might not be to everyone's style. I get that. If you don't like super sweet, boozy stouts, you're probably going to get thrown here, but that's a nice stout. Now, I didn't mention this at the time. I forgot to. Where can you get this? I'm not entirely sure, but if you can get it anywhere, it's at Storm State. Uh, look them up uh, either at their brewery shop or their online store. That said, it might be gone. One of the things my buddy Paul, who works there, was explaining to me, it's a problem, but of course it's one of those good problems to have. They make, they tend to make smaller batches. They have a, I think a smallish brew house. I don't even know. 10 heck would be a guess. Um, but they're not producing huge batches of any one given beer. And so often by the time a beer like this makes it to somebody like me who then drinks it and says, this is really good. You should try it. They're kind of already sold out or really close, but look it up. It might still be available. And if it is, you know what? Get a couple. This will keep at 12% in a can. I mean, this would keep years, but it would certainly keep until the holiday season. And you remember what I suggested? Anis creme brulee with that as your dessert course. At whatever festive meal you're doing, you could knock some people's socks off with that. That is like a, that is like a, a primo, primo pairing, I think. So consider it. Look them up. Storm stayed. Love you guys. Glad you joined me, by the way. And uh, don't buy stuff today unless you need it. And if you do, consider looking up a place like at KOTN, Cotton, I think, uh, because they're amazing doing that cool. We're not giving you any money off, but all of the money we're not keeping. We're giving it away. I like that a lot. They talk about Giving Tuesday. Forget about Giving Tuesday. Start giving right now. Uh, what else? Don't be a jackass. Wear your mask. If you're a racist or a Nazi, uh, there are police preventing you from getting to the protests that you want to get to. And you know what? Good for you. 
I'm all for free speech, but if you're a racist or a Nazi, I kind of feel like you've given that right up. You've said, here's my right. I'm going to tell you that I'm a racist or a Nazi. And then I say, cool, you've had your time. Shut up. Uh, so wear your mask, wash your hands. Do not break the, uh, the suggestions of the government. I get it. It's a little scattershot. I don't think our provincial government actually knows what it's doing. But guys, they're trying. Okay, it's better than the states, which is what these people, the racists and the Nazis at Adamson's want us to be like. So don't do that. Be good, okay? We got a cool weekend coming up ahead of us. It's going to be chill, transitioning to December. I've got the Christmas switch flipped. I swore a lot in an episode that I've switched the Christmas, flipped the Christmas switch on. So uh, let's not be that way. Let's not have me angry because this is no fun for anybody. Uh, Other than that, random Friday show. Why not? Who cares? It's great. And otherwise, not otherwise, until Monday, 9 p.m. ish, little after, you know the drill. I'll be back here. We're going to have that crazy experimental hop from HBC. I'll have figured out what HBC stands for by then, and uh, we'll talk more about it. Uh, until then, buy some beer from Stormstead, buy some beer from Great Lakes. I'm from both. They're really good breweries, guys. Also, take care of the people nearby, breweries and stores and whatever. Everyone's hurting right now. It ain't good. So take care of each other, and I'll talk at you in, in just a few days, a real short interval of time. Talk to you then.